0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Wilson. We are still refusing to talk about homeschooling, so this week we answer some parenting questions and talk about more summer activities you should do with your kids. Before we get started, I want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this week's podcast. So without further ado, let's get started. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson.
1: Uh, I don't even think I've combed my hair today. I don't know. It's not looking too good. Um, But we've had a long day. Uh, Today we started... Early, I was out, um, delivered my lawnmower to the lawnmower, lawnmower repair place, took my chainsaw too, and then I picked up, you can see them in the back, maybe stacks of uh, games back there. Um, that's our Christmas game to Bethlehem, um, so we need to reprint on those, so we picked up a bunch of them today. They You can see them over there. They all need to be made. Uh, we'll start on that project soon. So you can have them in time for Christmas. Uh, you're gonna ma- If you don't have yours, you're going to want to make sure you have yours because it's a great product, a great um, resource for families. Um, and we've been working ever since. We got home and uh, I've been watering plants, uh, wetting plants, and uh, we've been spreading gravel and uh, moving a big pile of dirt and knocking things over uh, with a bobcat, and we've just been, busy 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 but that's the way we like it except i'm tired now uh so uh a uh, little update um for uh the fair is now over uh we were just getting started last week ben and uh, yeah. are you glad it's over or what it's always
0: bittersweet i mean it's nice because then you can have a week you know home or you can get back home and do well I don't know. I, I I like. I mean, I love it. It's just so much fun to me. But as I said last week, and it's also nice because you can not feel bad about not doing other stuff. You know, each day it's like go to work, go to the fair, hang out there, go home, go to bed, and do the same thing all week. You know. But now it's like yesterday. We hung out for the first day uh, during the day at our pool for you know for week or since we've gotten it, and we're sitting there, and Rissa's is like, oh, we need to go move that, and you need to move the grill out, and we need to power wash the house, and we need to get, and I'm just like. As soon as we're home, it's just like this giant stuff starts popping up again. So it's kind of nice not having to worry about things by being at the fair. So I miss it. But it is also nice just to be able to get back to, you know, being home and stuff and being together and not having 100 people around all the time. But I mean, not that we don't like being with them, but it is good. So,
1: yeah. And you had your birthday and you were uh, surprised. Yeah. Your wife surprised you.
0: Marissa, I mean, she's super thoughtful, but she's sometimes, you know, not... She doesn't always, I don't expect tons usually for my birthday, let's just say, because her family never made it a huge thing, so I don't always expect that much, but she surprised me, a bunch of our friends and us, uh, we went to, uh, it's here in Indiana, it's called Deep River Park. Or I think water park and it's amazing. I'm sure if you're in Indiana, you probably heard of it. I had never heard of it somehow, but every other person I know had. Uh, but it was amazing, really incredible. It's over by Chicago, so if you live in the area, there's maybe a summer thing you could go do. It's a little bit pricey. I mean, for a big family, but for a smaller one, it's not that bad. I mean, it's like about twenty bucks, you know, a person, which you know is decent. But if you went with five people, that's you know a hundred dollars for an awesome day. So I think it was super super fun. We had a blast. Beautiful day. So it was really good it was and a you fun were really weekend.
1: surprised because uh sam's father-in-law was saying that you were kind of complaining the day yeah. before well the day before
0: i was trying to figure out what to do i didn't know if we should go to the lake or if we should hang out at the fair and i was split literally the entire day i was trying to decide and finally late at night i was like okay let's go to the fair or to the lake mom said okay sounds good and my cousin, I said, hey, we're going to the lake And he's like, oh, I've already got already pl- other plans Which ended up being the party or whatever at the <laughs> water park uh, And I should have known though Because Rissa would have been freaking out If I hadn't decided until like 9 or 10 o'clock the night Before we leave in the morning So, uh, and, you know, so but it, yeah, She plays it I was a pretty, pretty cool though I mean, yeah, she, she did good she
1: could, she could play a part like, oh, I don't know Whatever you want going to do <laughs> It's yeah. okay with
0: me Right, well now I'll be more, you know, watching for it So, but no, it was fun uh, but yeah, it was well, good.
1: Well, we're also in the countdown. We're only, I think, uh, maybe yeah. six weeks to the wedding. Uh, and that's a little scary. Um, I still have a lot to do. Uh, there's a load of bark that's coming in tomorrow morning, and we're going to start spreading that stuff out. And, uh, you know, we're still – I am – it looks like it's going to rain right now. I'm so thankful because I'm, like, getting tired of watering my plants. Uh, so they'll be uh, look decent. Uh, for the wedding, uh, but yeah, I think uh, it's supposed to tomorrow, uh, so
0: hopefully we do get some of that. Cause uh, our grass is starting to die too. So that's right,
1: that's right. But not until we get
0: the mower back, so I don't want to just start growing again until then. That's
1: true. Okay, but, well let's do something else. We're gonna talk about some summer stuff in just a few minutes, but I thought maybe we'd uh, look at a few um, questions that came in on Facebook because they're they're really good questions, and I think they could uh, maybe they speak uh, from the heart of the moms who sent them. But also from, they could be from you. And here's the first one. And I've kind of just taken away all the things that might uh, give away any clues of who they are. Uh, so the first one's from
0: a mom. Uh, she said, my husband is retired and is home with our children, so he has the opportunity to be with him and be engaged in the process. I've been feeling sad and despondent over having to leave to go to work and not being able to be there for the most part. In addition, because of the long commute to work, I am always, uh, or I'm away for days at a time. While I'm grateful to be able to work to support my family, my heart's desire is to be home with my family doing uh, life and homeschool with them. And that's from a mom. So and what I, do would you I say about? Have, it?
1: Uh, I should have included probably the first part of that. Um, that uh, the, the the mom said she had a job. She was, you know, it yeah, uh, sure. was a good it was a good job. Um, and basically, she said, you know, my my, and I hear this fairly frequently. You know, uh, a wife has a good income, and so she they decide she's going to work, and the dad's going to stay home and homeschool the kids. Um, it works pretty good for the dads because dads don't have the same pressures that moms do when they homeschool. Um, they just, you know, every dad thinks he's doing a pretty good job. It doesn't really matter. They don't feel the lies homeschooling moms believe. Um, but uh, you know what I would say to, to you, mom, maybe if you're feeling the same way, uh, you know, here's what I want. I just want you to not have any regrets um, because I know they're, just because you make more money uh, maybe your job can make more money than your husband's doesn't mean that's the right answer. I'm not, and I, I told this mom, I said, you know, I'm not presuming to know what's best for you and your husband. Um, cause you know, God will make your path clear. But if you're feeling like you should be at home with your kids, then mom, I would say, as I said to this mom, I would say it to you too. Then you should work to be at home with your kids. You know, maybe share that with your husband. Uh, and say, hey, you know, my heart really is to be home. I know I can make more money than maybe you can, um, but this is where I'd like to be. Um, Because the truth is, you know, I also hear from the dads sometimes that uh, when they stay at home and watch kids, and that's not not uncommon, um, but I'll tell you, dads have their own set of struggles. Because even though the the heart of every mom, I believe, wants to be at home with her kids, um, really dads sometimes struggle when they're not the breadwinners um, because they, they feel, you know, because God's put it in them to be providers. And when they're not providing, they sometimes get moody. They get defensive. They feel like, oh, great, you know, or I'm a loser because all my friends, all my male friends are all working and I'm the only one who can't make a living at it. And my wife has to take care of us. So maybe, um, mom, if you're feeling this way and just like this, mom, maybe that's a signal that maybe things are a little um, that, that maybe a change is needed. So maybe you could talk to your husband and say, hey, you know, and I know there are there are extenuating circumstances. Sometimes the, the husband is, is handicapped or something. This husband just says he's retired, you know. Um, but I would say, hey, husband, you know, I know maybe I could make more money. And I know you've worked really hard and maybe you'd like a break. But I really want to be home with my kids. And I feel like that's where God would have me be. And then I just step out in faith. You know, maybe he won't make as much money. Maybe his job's not as good. Um, but I just don't want you having any regrets because you know, um, these short period, this short time that you have with your children is short. But you can have an, a lot of years of regret um, if you don't make adjustments now. Um, and I know, again, that's really hard.
0: So we have a second one here, um, and she says, "I'm homeschooling mom or homeschooling our three kids. We are struggling with the kids not." Uh, I'm not sure if you out of this, but following on, no, but following through. I think that
1: was, that was hers. I don't know if that was a mistake or. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's weird, but
0: I didn't know what she was trying to emphasize, but not following through with their daily chores and other expectations, which in the end delays us getting much schoolwork done today. I'm feeling defeated and dealing with our oldest child who is on day two of obstinate, disrespectful, non-compliant behavior. It has been very challenging year with our oldest pushing for power and causing disruption in our days. It is causing friction in our marriage and our family. Uh, when he is good, he is good. But when he is gets going, he is quickly in a downward spiral. Spiral. I have considered sending him to school, but now it won't. Fi- I, I, but I know it won't fix the issue. But because his outbursts and disruptive behavior is taking away from time with our other two kids, our youngest is uh, delayed with his reading due to me spending not being spent. Due to me being spent and not having time to, <laughs> or having the time or energy to work with them. Our middle school, our middle child gets caught in the middle of the commotion. Ben can read. I can, ben yes. Like, our middle, <laughs> I'm getting yeah. caught in my own whatever. But our middle child gets caught in the middle of the commotion and the oldest and youngest fighting. Our oldest was bullied when in school and is now bullying his younger brothers and tries to parent both of his brothers in order to gain power and control. We are lost with how to deal with this.
1: Um, well you know, uh, there's there's probably a couple questions in there. but uh, one of those is that uh, mom, maybe you're thinking, how did I didn't write that, but it sounds just like me. Um, that's because we parents all feel those ways. We feel like we're we've lost control. Ben, I know you have a you know, Renley's what? two and two years and how many months? Four months or something right, like that? Five, yeah. you know, and I know sometimes you feel like or Rissa feels like, you know, oh, she's just she's she's not obeying. She's not because every parent feels the same way, um, and so I would say, you know, you're normal. Uh, this is what kids do. If kids had it all together, they wouldn't need us. Um, you know, and you know, she said uh, she's thinking about you know putting the oldest in because he's she hard. Answered
0: a question right in the you know in the comments. She's like I'm thinking of putting him because he's hard. But he's hard because he was bullied when in school, which I don't think is the only reason. I mean, I think I was that way and very much so. Probably the older domineering sibling who tried to control all his siblings and (laughs) uh, was probably really hard when I was hard and good when I was good. So I don't Uh, think that's the only thing. But they
1: even say dealing with the oldest child who's on day two of obstinate, disrespectful, non-compliant behavior. Day two – consider yourself lucky. You yeah. know, sometimes it goes longer. I would say sometimes to that, and I know your kids uh, your, your child is a little bit older, a higher teenager. Sometimes you know if if we let that go, you know if we kind of let them be that way, sometimes you need a you know uh, a, a, a point where you go in the room and you shut the door and you talk and you say, hey, you know this is the way you're acting this is not this is not acceptable. You know, it's not going to clear everything up, but you kind of have that moment where, um, again, most kids will, you know, you, you, you talk heart to heart. And now you kind of maybe not broken through so they're all ready to be all, all great. But at least you've had that moment where it's like a spanking. You know, it just is kind of it it's, it cleanses the heart. Um, and so I, I, I would do that. If you haven't done that, do it. Um, and then, you know, the thing about a 17-year-old or an 18-year-old, this not 17, uh, 15, 16, 17-year-old kid, um, you know, this is a really hard time. Um, not all kids feel that way. And I, I don't know, honestly, Ben, I don't know if you were one of our kids who kind of, you know, went through a, a, an emotional time. Uh, you were, I think you were emotional from birth. <laughs> Uh, But but, you know, I was
0: consistent. I didn't go (laughs) through time.
1: But some of our kids, like they hit this, you know, where every their body was changing, they were changing, and it was like this wave of emotion would just come up, and they didn't know what to do with it. You know, we've been through that, parents, uh, moms. Um, I think it's our job, kind of like to be tugboats. We're we're supposed to help our kids through, you know, through some uncharted waters that they've never been through. So I would try to be understanding. Um, Again, dealing with it, but understanding. And, you know, she says, I'm afraid that my other kids are behind because I'm spending so much time with this kid. I wouldn't worry about that. Um, You know, keep plugging away. But your kids are learning a ton, all of them, because they're part of a family. Because one day they're going to have these same kind of kids and they're going to have to deal with it too. So, You know, I wouldn't worry about that. God knows that, you know, you're a mom and that you have other kids. That's just part of the day, part of the lesson. I also know that, um, again, I'm going to hope that here we are, you know, in the middle of July, that you're not doing school anymore. But sometimes when you're when you're stuck in these places, sometimes you have to step out of school for a little bit. Um, I know one time, uh, Debbie, when uh, my wife, when she was when Ben, I don't even know how old he was, maybe, you know, 14, 15. Um, she felt like, you know, it was this kind of relationship. She was just kind of banging heads together. And I can remember her telling me, I'm not going to do school with Ben for a little while. She didn't mean like for months. She just meant like for a week. And because she felt like it was just kind of a fight. And so she kind of, she was wise enough to step out of that. They were they just did fun things. You know, they played games or whatever. And maybe he wasn't quite that old. And then they eased back into school. Again, sometimes we think, you know, that it's all about their behavior and sometimes it's not just about their behavior sometimes it's about us loving them no matter what i remember with one of my kids you know that that they were they were younger and i can remember being uh at church and one of them was acting up and i can remember getting in their face and saying would you get it pull it together because you're embarrassing me and i remember the look in their eye and i'll never forget and it was like they were saying uh, you're on their side, Dad, aren't you? You know, and I thought, even right then, I thought I'm not going to do that anymore. You know, I'm just going to put my arm around my kid, and when we're going to go through the hard times, I'm going to say, "Yep, that's my boy," or "That's my girl," and you know, I don't have to, I don't have to be on them all the time. Uh, and even this mom says she knows that putting them in school won't fix the problem. Um, that's true. It might take them away from you, so you don't have to deal with the problem. But heed this warning. Um, because I have heard it, you know, and I've even probably shared it before. I remember one mom saying, you know, we had these kind of issues. We put our child in school thinking it was going to be better. And it was like throwing gas on a fire. Um, you know, so I'm not thinking it's going to get better. It, it might just get worse. So, you know, my thing is, uh, you know, because the Bible says, you know, if we don't grow weary in doing good, we will reap a reward. So I'd say don't grow weary in doing good because you're doing something really good. And, uh, you know, you keep loving your child. Keep loving all your children. Um, Be patient with this child because, again, that's why God gave them to you. Uh, God God gave them you so you could train them in that. And then just guide them through and uh, and enjoy the ride because it's going to be over before you know it.
0: Yeah, I thought like a couple things there was one, she said she's on day two and then she said, you know, my kid is missing some of his reading or whatever, which if you're only on day two, then that means he's probably not like he's, you know, not mm. able to read. It's just that you didn't get a couple of his reading lessons done or something like that. So right. again, don't worry yeah. about it if it's not, uh, you know, a big deal. And then second, like if you, if they're, if the kid is transitioning to older, I do think, you know, I think. I could see how it would be easy if you're used to talking to your kid all the time. Like, you know, as like right now, I don't really have like deep discussions with Renly. It's a lot more like, you need to stop doing this, you need to do this, you know, and like you tell her why and stuff. But, you know, I can't really like treat her like she's 15 or 16 and like big enough to do this stuff on her own i mean much you know she you've got it's more talking too so because i can remember every time that you i feel like i can remember almost every time where you actually sat down with me or mom or whatever and like talked through like you were saying earlier and those i do make a really big impact even if it's not instant like oh they just were perfect from then on but i do think a kid being talked to like you know here's how it, you know what i'm thinking here what are you thinking and letting them talk and and talking to them more on an older level i think does help them take ownership of that, and hopefully, even if it's not all the time, will at least impact them enough to um, them think about it and be, you know, hopefully, you would see some change over time. But if you're not used to that, and they are the oldest, it may take a little bit of time getting used to treating them like they are a little bit older than than they are. But that was just one. And those are really
1: those are really close times, I think, too. You know, not just for the kid, but for the parent as well. I mean, I can think of the times, you know, for Ben and I, or for other kids where. You know, we're just sitting in that room, and we're talking really deep level, and, you know, he gets to talk, I get to talk, and we talk together, and, you know, sometimes we prayed, sometimes I asked forgiveness, uh, you know, and it just felt like a really heart-to-heart time. It was really a close time as a parent and a child.
0: I don't think that's super, super common for a lot of people. Like, I don't necessarily know everyone. Not saying we did really good, but I'm just saying if that's not something you're used to maybe growing up, because I know some parents just, especially if they were schooled, don't always have that kind of relationship. So I know a lot of my friends didn't. So uh, that might be something to to really strive Mm. and push for, you know, in your guys' relationship. Not saying we're the model for it. Just saying that I think it can be effective. But I'm going to take a quick minute here to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring this week's podcast. Teaching Textbooks is one of the best math curriculums available and our family has used it for many years and we believe that. We've loved every minute of it and then our new 3.0 version of the curriculum is better than it ever has been and you can access it from Windows, Macs, Chromebooks and even smartphones. Every math problem is explained and demonstrated in an easy to understand way that it takes the stress and responsibility away from you. It's also interactive so it will keep your kids engaged and help them learn better. Teaching Textbooks stores your child's grades so you can easily ensure that are learning and check in on the progress. Teaching Textbooks makes math fun. You can visit the website, to check out our free trial or view a sample lesson. You can also visit their booth at a local homeschooling convention. Thanks to Teaching Textbooks for all their support.
1: Well, hey, we're going to kind of uh, turn a corner here and just talk about some fun stuff. You know, I'm doing everything in my power not to talk about homeschooling um, because I don't want to be thinking about homeschooling. I want to be thinking about summer. And I was just thinking today um, of impractical things that we should do this summer. Um, We kind of talked about making a bucket list or a hundred things to do. And again, you can get that off our website. Um, But I I was thinking about the ice cream truck today for some reason, and I thought, man, I haven't heard the ice cream truck go by. And now we don't live in like a neighbor neighborhood. Um, We're kind of like on the outskirts of a little town. But I used to hear the ice cream truck. And and, you know, ice cream trucks are, are hard for me. Because I was raised by a cheap father and he passed that along to me because in an ice cream truck, nothing, you know, for one, it's not like you get these delicious treats that are from, you know, um, Blue Bunny or one of the other, uh, you know, major brands of uh, wonderful frozen treats. These are like made in Russia, you know, shipped over on a tanker and, uh, and come off. You know, that look like a Smurf Pop or a a SpongeBob SquarePants hunk of ice. And they're not very good, you know. Um, And they're expensive. And for some reason, our kids love it. I love it. I don't even know. Do you, I don't even know? Do you remember? Ben I mean, Ever-
0: maybe once in my life, maybe twice. <laughs> but honestly, I was wondering if, like, I went because someone commented on that post he posted earlier and was like, "Oh, I'm too afraid, like, of the drugs they probably have." I wonder if people nowadays, because they're so paranoid compared to back in the day, if people don't like it won't don't buy it as much, so they're going out of out of popularity maybe. just because I people are too afraid to buy from them. <laughs> I don't know, but it, I don't see them very often anymore. Like, I feel like. Like it used to be consistent, but I, don't, I haven't heard
1: it at all this year. No, but I, and probably like Ben said, he probably only had it once or twice in his life. You know, I would guess it was because his mother, you know, was the one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think because you were, she probably. was the good mom, <laughs> she was the good mom. But I'm just going to encourage you, if you hear the ice cream truck, you know, shock your kids and say, Hey, I hear the ice cream truck. Let's stop it. You know, and it's going to cost you probably 20 bucks to do your kids, maybe more. Um, but those are the kind of things they never forget. In fact, one of those posts, some moms said they stopped the ice cream truck every Saturday. Oh, I'm like, man. what an amazing. But where else
0: are you going to get you know, an ice cream cone with a gumball at the bottom of it? I mean, that's exactly. hard to find. So, <laughs> right.
1: But there's a whole bunch of things that, uh, that you could do that are kind of those impractical things that sometimes feel like a pain that your kids remember for the rest of their life. You know, like even going putt-putting or miniature golfing, and there is a difference between miniature golf and putt-putt. You know the difference, right, Ben?
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, well, between putt-putt and miniature golf. Yeah. Uh, no, not really. I've always just kind of used them interchangeably.
1: <laughs> well, they are not interchangeable. Oh man, putt-putt is kind of like the you know where it has a, you know, it's like eighteen like, holes and it looks like a little golf course. Okay. Um, but uh, miniature golf to me was always the one that had uh. Uh, larger than life kind of attractions, you know, like a giant papier-mâché gorilla, or you know, or that you have to knock it through uh, a house that has right. a drawbridge. And uh, when Ben was little, he probably didn't even remember. We used to have one called Adventureland, and uh, was oh about a town or two over, and it was magical. It was uh, just an amazing place, you know, that had little water traps that were dried up and. <laughs> Um, You know, I talked about the papier-mâché gorilla. They had this giant gorilla that over the years, it began to lose body parts because it just was wearing out. And it was just filled with decades of memories. But those are the kind of places that, uh, you know, sometimes if we don't plan for it, we never get it done. Um, can you think of some, Ben? I, I know I well, no, one of the there. ones we
0: talked about was going to dr- go to a drive-in movie, which I've never sat through. Well, I only went to one, I think, with Rissa when we were dating. And it was like a double feature of like Smurfs 2 and Planes, which are both terrible <laughs> movies. And unfortunately, we didn't get to go to a good one. But some of these this summer are awesome. But I've actually heard that there's only like 50 drive-in movie theaters in the whole country anymore. And we have like four of them within like, probably an, an hour and a half from us or whatever so we're pretty lucky but that's definitely something if you can find one, it's fun uh you know again they usually do two movies the problem is it's really late but that can be uh you know that's kind of the fun part of it um and you know you I mean, it's not gonna be like watching it in the movie theater, but it's still fun, and you can get out there and kind of hang out. And uh, there's usually a bunch of food and stuff, because I mean, you know, they uh, the and one in our area has like full-on meals, like it's fam- or well-known for some of its food. So uh, it's it's pretty fun.
1: Really, the one down in Wabash?
0: No, there's one over in Plymouth that really? has one. Yeah, I there's a, there's a big one. They have like four or five theaters there, I think. So wow, yeah, wow. But that was really good. But But we've never
1: we've never been as a whole family. And I'm thinking, why are we have we not done that? You know, again, we've talked about it for years and I'm you know, we're in the middle of July and it won't be long before this summer is over and we will not have done those. Um, And they're only going to happen if you make them happen. Um, And I was going to ask if there are any uh, any if there's anybody listening, if you have any, uh, uh, you know, uh, tips for going to a drive in movie, because I know like. Uh, my wife and I, we went on, it wasn't our honeymoon, but it was our first year of marriage, and, and we were trying to do cheap things. We went to a drive-in movie theater, and we're sitting in the car, and everybody's getting out, you know, and they're washing their windshields, um, and we're thinking, that's kind of cool. I never thought about that, and then they're all spraying bug spray, and I'm like, wow, I wonder if the bugs are bad, and then a little while <laughs> lot later, we're like, I'm sitting with an army blanket all the way over me. It's like 90 degrees, and all you can see is my face. <laughs> I don't think you can because, run your car, so. Because <laughs> the mosquitoes were yeah. so bad. Um, but, you know, you see kids in their pajamas, and it looks again. A lot
0: of people take pickup trucks and put seats in the back of the trucks or whatever, you know, and watch from there, or just chairs in general and don't actually watch from within the car. But, yeah, that is the problem is the bugs, I think, for a lot of people. So. But it's But fun. it's
1: worth it. It's worth it. Well, how about ice cream? Or maybe if you want to avoid the bugs, just going late night to a Dairy Queen, you know, where your kids are still in your pajamas. Or, or maybe I, I know that there's very few times where we'll be watching some movie like, you know, I can't even think what, what it might be. And they have a scene where they're eating pizza. And we'll say, oh, man, that looks so good. And we'll go get a pizza like it. 930 at yeah. night and I know for some of you don't even eat till 930 at night that's like no big deal but to us that was so amazing but maybe you go get ice cream then or maybe you you make homemade ice cream and uh, I've never been a big homemade ice cream fan but I can remember uh with my grandparents having an old guy and they eat crank you know and you put the ice in it and the salt in it and uh it makes ice cream what a great thing to do Yep.
0: Someone actually said real quick before I say another one, but, uh, they said the drive in by them does $12 Tuesdays mean $12 for the whole car load of people. So I mean, you can't beat that for a family. Uh, I mean, it's like for our family be a hundred dollars to go to a normal movie theater. So actually more than that. So, uh, I mean, one thing we always did, I feel like we probably did it maybe not every year, but pretty often was the slip and slide. I mean, they always break and they never really work very good, but they're finally somewhat fun if you're like younger. Uh, and something else I thought was kind of cool was I saw, and we did this somewhere, I can't remember where I did it, but maybe it was at a camp, but they took like blow-up or little kiddie pools and uh-huh. put them for each base and then they played like kickball with a big beach ball and then you had to usually blow-up ones because then that way you can actually like get slide into it. And if you want to be really advanced, they would even put like black, you know, like the black rollout stuff in oh, between really? each line. Wow. So then you're slipping and sliding everywhere. That, you'd probably want to do it like maybe another family or something to, if you don't have a huge family. But wow. I thought that's a really fun, cool. like... I mean, it takes a little bit more setup, but it's, it's pretty cool. But... I think that's a fun one to do, uh, and then obviously, kind of. Actually, we've been going to Dairy Queen a couple times. They have these really good blizzards, like these specialty ones that we've been going to in the evenings so every huh. once in a while I'm go and get one.
1: Like but, what kind of blizzard? What kind of? Specialty? I don't know. It's like
0: a Reese's peanut butter cup, peanut butter delight with like peanut butter ice cream, and then they have one that's like like brownie and chocolate and stuff, and uh-huh. they're just they're super good. But
1: and there's something about a Dairy Queen at night. I don't know what it is, but when you're inside it, they smell. Summerish. I don't know why. I, maybe it's the the frozenness. It just has a good smell when you're in a Dairy Queen at night. I don't know why.
0: Yeah. Otherwise, they're terrible. Usually, yeah. I mean, you go in there and the person is like, you know, oh, well. sweaty. They're covered yeah. in batter. I mean, or whatever it is, uh, they're covered yeah. in, and yeah. it's just like, oh man, the one in our town, it was. Disgusting, but I think they finally gotten a little bit better. But you said wash the cars together inside and out. I don't know. That's, I guess that would be fun for the kids.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. It's totally fun because then, you know, I mean, you get the hoses going, you get the suds. It's got to be a small car because your kids are going to lose interest real quick. But, you know, those are the kind of things, you know, that you do something as a team project. You know, might be cleaning something else too. Maybe clean out uh, the garage together. Or you clean out an area together and then, you know, you then you go get Dairy Queen ice cream or then you have lemonade and you sit under the or maybe you just put out the sprinkler. Remember when we used to run through the sprinkler and that was so much fun. Um, You know, and even again, I mentioned the lightning bugs before, Um, you know, I I, I have this premonition that they're all going to be gone here in our area and they're not going to last much longer and uh, if we don't get at it, and I keep thinking, I gotta get, I need to get Renly over here so we can do some mm. lightning bugs. Uh, and I was even planning to, I got a jar for it, and we're all ready. Um, but we got to do it soon.
0: Well, we've had a couple suggestions here. Uh, actually, uh, we had one. Sarah said uh, stargazing, which can be fun if you're out there. That's I mean, true. that's a good one, I think. And then Cheryl Plord said, uh, which she's top fan now. Uh, so we made an obstacle course out of pool noodles and added a Nerf gun. Super fun, and well, then they can uh-huh. swim with the noodles after they're they're overrunning uh and then she said youtube do it yourself if you want some ideas uh which yeah you have the internet has tons of options i you know good suggestions of how to do stuff that you know for on a budget and for fun um so definitely you know i think there's a lot of good stuff and you can probably google lists too if you want uh but we need to uh i think we have one on the website too i think you put together did you do that yep Uh, so i think we do
1: yeah, but there's lots to do. And, you know, maybe just go camping in your backyard or go camping, you know, as a family with a tent somewhere. But you don't have to go far. You could just you could do it in your backyard uh, or maybe you do it in your family room or maybe you stay up late doing something or you do something that's not normal for your family. Um, and I know, again, it sounds like a pain. It sounds like a pain to me sometimes, most of the time. Um, but when I hear about a, an amazing mom like Cheryl Blordt. And her husband, Dan, when they do a noodle obstacle course, I think they should get, you know, gold medal in, in parenting. Um, so, hey, we're going to close it down um, because I'm running out of gas here. Um, I hope you have a great week. Um, I hope you're feeling good just um, about being home with your kids because, you know, you've given your kids a wonderful treat where there are a lot of moms who, you know, uh, they look forward or to school starting up so they can send their kids away they're even a little disappointed when the summer comes because then they have to have them you are so blessed to have your kids at home Um, you're doing an awesome job your kids are blessed to be home Um, so maybe do something a little impractical this week pick something easy maybe if you hear the ice cream truck or you know maybe you see a lightning bug let that be a signal from God that you should do something with your kids and act on it right then before the iron cools down um and don't forget to smile.
0: Thank you for listening. Hopefully you're enjoying the summer and taking the time to relax and do fun things with your kids. Try not to even think about school yet if at all possible. Also, try to stop this ice cream truck this week if you have one around you, or if not, go get some ice cream maybe late at night or something else fun like that. If you need some more summer bucket list ideas, go to the smilinghomeschooler.com for a great list of suggestions. We would also encourage you to go check out teachingtextbooks.com over at their website. They have affordable pricing, and you can use a sample lesson and try out their free trial over on their website. Have a wonderful week, and as always, keep smiling.